Bill Burr, who will be at Delta Center coming up on uh, February uh, 24th. And uh, that sucker's close to a sellout. Make sure to get your tickets to see Bill Burr again at Delta Center February 24th. He joins us now. Bill, how are you, man? Hey, Bill. What's going on, guys? Uh, hey, man. Get you out here in Salt Lake City. How much do you love Utah? I, I absolutely love Utah, except when I'm taking off for landing because you're just surrounded by mountains, and I get a little nervous. <laughs> Other than that, the people are great. You know, it's a beautiful state and all of that. Did I hear somebody on the shows related to Merlin Olson? Yeah, that'd be me, Bill. That's my uncle. Oh, my God. He was the greatest. Yeah, he was. I remember when I was watching him, he was uh, – I remember a few things. He's like, the knee was not meant to play football. And then I also remember him talking about – Earl Campbell, his running style, going, he is amazing, but he's going to need to learn how to protect himself because he is wide open. And then, like, years later, you see, unfortunately, Earl Campbell is, like, in a wheelchair. Ugh. But uh, I love – he used to do it with uh, Dick Enberg, right? Yep. Yeah, he and Dick Enberg that for, was for many group. years. Yeah, it was them and then Pat Summerall and John Madden. Those are the two best. Bill, you got so much on your table, man. Uh, you know, obviously you're touring, you're everywhere, you're going to be here in Salt Lake City, you got the movies, you got the specials, everything else. Is this as busy as you've ever been? Uh, yes and no, but I, I kind of, you know, I, I learned, I've learned over the years how to spread it out. I got a little crazy when um, we were editing Old Dads, and I was also doing an arena tour, and I had to come up with a new hour because I had a new special coming out. I learned in 2022 that that's a stupid thing to do, so. <laughs> <laughs> Ever since then, I've tried to do it. I, I've learned a lot from Chris Rock, where I see like, Chris seems like when he's acting, he's acting. When he's doing stand up, he's doing stand up. I was just sort of like trying to do it all at once, and it's just like uh, you can do it for a little while, <laughs> and it's not so good. Too many hats. Bill, where did you get your first break? And I know we all kind of perceive in our lives our first break and when we maybe had our moment. But what would you consider was your moment where you be, ended up becoming the great Bill Burr? Well, I appreciate you saying that I'm great. Um, I, I, You know what? It's just been a series of, of breaks along the way. Uh, I mean, um, the, where I went to college, Emerson College, having a talent night, that got me the – my foot in the door to just actually try it. And then, um, I don't know, Howard Stern put me on his show. Opie and Anthony HBO gave me a shot. Dave Chappelle early on with uh, the Chappelle show. Those are things that kind of started getting me going and, uh, you know, comedy central, just everything, you know, premium blends, just little things. I've definitely been, uh, I definitely hit every floor on the way up. I wasn't somebody that got in the, the penthouse elevator. You know, a bald ginger was never what this business was looking for. <laughs> I'm telling you, that hits close to home with me, man. I I, I speak your language there. It's a bald ginger, and uh, I know uh, the the uh, I know the uh, the battle is real for sure. So when you're when you're when you're rocking Madison Square Garden though, and you look around and you see that iconic venue, and you know you got basketball arenas and stadiums that you're filling up. Is there a moment you're like, what? How the hell did this happen? This, this shouldn't be me. I mean, what, what's that like as an individual that, yeah, that's as called, you mentioned, that's had to hit every floor on the syndrome. way up? Yeah, that's that's called imposter syndrome. And but then you know you just start doing them, and then that becomes normal. And then you're like, how the hell do I think this is normal? How long am I going to stay here? And you know, you get to the arena level. That's there's a beginning, middle, and an end to that. But like, 
usually you just sort of land at the theater level, which is really cool. So um, I'm enjoying it for as long as it lasts. The formula seems to be, you know, as long as when the people show up, you give them a great show and it's all new stuff. Um, and it's, you know, topical. You're making fun of yourself. That seems to be the, the, the formula that's working for me. Really excited to have you here in 10 days, the Delta Center. That's on the 24th. Make sure you get those tickets. And I, I got to tell you, I've seen old dads, and I've seen you in pretty much every stand-up that you've done, your, your super specials, and they're just incredible. What do you like more? Do you like acting? Do you like the, the Netflix side of things? Or do you like being up on a stage, being live and in front of people, dropping some comedy? Um, it's all fun. The whole thing is fun, but probably the most, the best ever is, is doing stand-up. It's, it's just the immediate, like, just connecting with people and just saying something crazy and seeing this, you know, there's different kinds of laughs. And there's the one laugh that I love the most is when you say something that's really true and honest, but someone in the crowd thought only they were thinking it. And it's just like, you just, I can't explain it. It's a, it's a, Different rather than like, okay, like laughing because that's funny. There's that laughing when people are like, yes, exactly. And that's like, um, that's one of my favorite ones. And just there's nothing in acting that gives you that sort of, you know, communicating instantly with like someone that's watching what you're doing. So, yeah, it's always going to be stand-up. You know, we're in a weird day and age in comedy where, I mean, things can get sideways we're real not, quick with and comedians. We never were. Mm. We're not, and we never were. That was just complete overreaction BS from liberal Hollywood and New York City. It wasn't real, and that's why a lot of people said no to old dads. Going, you can't, you can't do something like this. And I'm like, dude, I'm on the road. I'm going to all 50 states. I get outside of New York and LA. You guys are living in a bubble here. People don't are, are not what you're saying they are. They they understand jokes. And um, but they have this elitist thing where they view all of these states as flyover states and almost like the people are childlike out there. And I'm like, all right, well, I'm doing my act in all these states and I know what they're laughing at. So fortunately, um, Miramax took a chance on us and then we were able to bring it over to Netflix. And the, the thing murdered. It got over 50 million views and it was number one globally two weeks in a row during the strike with no promotion. So, um there, it, there is no weird. It, it isn't weird. It was weird in L.A. It was weird in New York. It got weird on some college campuses. But everywhere else, it, 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 it's, it stayed the same. People know you're telling a joke. Everybody's an adult. It's fine. See, I, I love it. I, I love, I love that it. perspective. I Thank love hearing that, that perspective. And, and I love to see it because I know me and my buddies, like, we're all big Bill Burr fans. Like, absolutely love and adore you and love and adore Chappelle and love and adore the people that are still willing to say some of the things that are on top of their minds. And I always wonder, oh, man, I wonder what the fallout is for Chappelle. I wonder what the fallout is for Burr. And you sit there and wonder about it, but it's not about the fallout. It's about the numbers. You see the numbers, Bill, and you know this stuff is working, right? Well, I, it's a weird sort of world to live in where it's like you get trashed by the the entertainment critics because you know your comedy doesn't fall in line with their politics which is hilarious that they they consider themselves liberal when it's like think how we think or we're going to trash you it's just like well that's what they do in the extreme right you're doing the same thing you just lean in different directions politically but you're doing the same thing so my my bread and butter is people in the middle who 
are like, hey, you know, sometimes it's good to be conservative. Sometimes you need to be a little more liberal, like a person, as opposed to being like, like one ideology is the only way to think. And if you don't think the way that I think, I'm going to try to ruin your ability to make a living. And the extremes on both sides are doing that. And, and they're a very small group of people. The majority of people in the middle that are conserv- lean conservative or lean liberal are cool people. And um, that's what I've found when um, I've been traveling. Everybody is not walking around talking about politics. But if you go on you know, social media, you know, half of that stuff that's being stirred up is bots. It's not even real people. And they're trying to get you to inter- interact with the app. So you literally watch a, a video of somebody trying to teach you how to make a, 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 some pancakes, and someone will be like, you know, uh, you know, thank you, Joe Biden, or you know, thanks to Trump, you know, your <laughs> syrup is now ninety. That's a robot. And then people are like, oh yeah, well, what about when so and so did this? And you start arguing <laughs> with the robot, typing all in capital letters, and it's not even a person. It's just like this is a video about pancakes. Like, in what world are we talking about politics right now? But people, they take the bait. So, um, and then that gives you a false sense of reality. So what's great about what I do is I don't have a false sense. Um, you know, I'm not saying I know everything that's going on, but, like, I have tangible experiences in all 50 states in a bunch of different countries, and I find people are way, way, way more the same than they are polarized different you know like they try to make you believe on cnn and fox news love it so uh you're at the super bowl hell of a game overtime how much fun was that yeah that was probably it was amazing it was also like one of the biggest gifts if you were gambling that the chiefs were getting points i was like this is like the biggest gift since the giants were plus 11 against the undefeated patriots and they had played like a month before and it was like 37 35 and it was like, they gave us all we could handle. Why are they plus 11? It's because, you know, people who don't watch football gamble on the Super Bowl and they move the line. So the second I saw that they were getting points, I'm just like, the 49ers have yet to have a good playoff game. They should have killed the, the Packers. They should have handled the Lions. And they had to come from behind both times. You're not going to be able to do that against them. Then San Francisco's defense shows up. And, um, but what happened is when they kept getting the ball back, they would take like a dumb penalty, like a false start or a holding. And then it would be first and 15 or first and 20. And it, it kind of stopped them from handing it off to Christian McCaffrey, like they did in the, in the, in that first drive. And I just, and I thought the play calling on San Francisco was a little erratic where they, they didn't get into a rhythm and they didn't turn those turnovers into enough points. And you just knew as much as Mahomes was, played horrible in the first half some of those throws you just knew you can't let this team hang around and um you know the great ones win even when they shouldn't is (laughs) what i found (laughs) and the ones who are learning how to be great lose games they should have won san francisco should have won that game but they didn't know how to close it out yet and and kansas city they're killers man you 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 show them any part of your neck they're going to put their foot on it and that's what happened so um, it was, it was, you know, it was cool to watch because I feel like, you know, Mahomes is going to get a couple more. Um, you know, they're just, they're just a great organization. You know, Bill, I see you up on that stage doing your thing. You're built well. You're not exactly my uncle Merlin, but you're, you're built well. Were, were you ever good at sports? 
Um, I was really good hand-eye coordination. I could catch and I could throw, but I am as slow as Tom Brady. (laughs) 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 So I wasn't going, uh, I wasn't going anywhere, but uh, as far as like any sort of athletic career, but yeah, you know, I played baseball. I played like one, like month. Sorry, I'm at the airport. There's a helicopter going by here. Um, Let me just wait till this goes by. You can edit that out. No, no, you're all uh, I good. Played, I played one month of Pop Warner in third grade, and I got to hand it to my dad. Like, he saw CTE coming before anybody else, and he was just sitting here out there. You're knocking your brains around. You got one brain, and he took me out of it, and uh, I hated that he did that. But now, you know, looking back now <laughs> – you know, my knees aren't messed up and my brain, you know, I'm still an idiot, but like I, I at least have my, you know, faculties because uh, I was too slow and I was and that was back, you know, back in the day when they had you lead with your head and that's what we were doing. And my dad was like, you know, he's got a medical background. He's like, this is insane. So I, I lean more baseball, but I was always a football and hockey guy. Well, Bill, it's been a pleasure and an honor. Uh, tickets available, not a lot, but a few left. Uh, go to DeltaCenter.com, get those tickets. Uh, Bill Burr in, uh, in at the Delta Center, February 24th. Man, this is cool as hell. We appreciate yeah. it. Thanks so much. Love you, Bill. Hey, I'm, I'm thrilled to come out there and play that legendary place, man. That's Carl Malone and uh, Hornacek, Stockton, and all of them, man. That's amazing to be there. So thank you guys so much for helping me promote the show. You got it. Thank you. Again, get those tickets. Uh, it is, if you've not seen Bill Burr, uh, I would highly recommend watching that Red Rock special on uh, Netflix and then getting those tickets. And as he mentioned, he likes to keep it new. Uh, so uh, that's going to be one heck of a show, Hans. 